Hawks Nation, how we doing? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Fan TV Podcast. I do want to apologize for the slight hiatus that we had last week with not coming out with an episode. Alex and I were a little bogged down with work, but we'll be a little more consistent going forward and make sure that doesn't happen. Uh, Alex is actually still a little bogged down with work. That's why he's not going to be on this week's episode. But those of you that are big Alex fans, do not worry. Our man will be back next week. Um... So, yeah, before I get into it in this week's episode, uh, I did actually run a Twitter poll on my account yesterday, uh, Hawks Fan TV Mac, and the question was pretty simple. It was, uh, do you guys want me when I record this episode to remain positive and maybe kind of put those rose-colored lenses on and, and you know, keep the faith alive, or did you want me to kind of keep it more real and kind of, you know, express how we're probably all feeling right now? And uh, big shock here that that poll was... Uh, in, in favor in a landslide for keeping it real. So that's that's what I'm going to try and do on this episode. But part of me keeping it real is also accepting that, you know, this team still has all the pieces that we need. I'll kind of cover that later later in the episode. But, um, you know, this this is a team that can still do it. I don't know about this season, but, you know, next season or, or the season afterwards, I, I, I still believe in this team. So um, I'm going to keep it real. But but that's that's me being real, too, is that we're we're we're, we're we still got the pieces. Um, so to get in the first topic of uh, this week's episode, <laughs> I think it's just something that we all kind of have to do. I, I actually uh, tweeted it on my personal account again earlier last week. You know, I think we really as a fan base just need to come to grips with the reality right now that we are unfortunately a mediocre basketball team. Uh, you know, we're, we're one game under 500 through 50 games, uh, 50 plus games. I think it's 51 exactly, but you can still say 50 plus. Um, one game under 500. Um, we've lost four of the last five games after winning five straight. So obviously there's a huge lack of consistency there. Uh, and, you know, I, I, I think I can speak for a lot of people when I say that the most frustrating part about this lack of consistency with this team and with their inability to um, win meaningful games at a consistent rate is that it's like a conundrum in that we're, we are, we are an incredibly mediocre basketball team, but do not have mediocre players. I, I know there's a real simple answer to, to a lot of that. I'll, I'll get, I'll get on that later. Uh, but, you know, it's just that, I think that's gotta be one of the most frustrating parts, man. Trey Young and DeJounte Murray, they're not mediocre players. Uh, DeAndre Hunter is not a mediocre player. John Collins is not a mediocre player. Uh, AJ Griffin is not a mediocre player. And yet we find ourselves in this position where other teams that have players that maybe are even mediocre uh, with better records and better better overall performances as a team. And, you know, it's just it's it's frustrating, guys. And, you know, don't get me wrong. There there's a there's a little bit of fun, uh, for lack of a better term there, with the living and dying with each win and loss on Twitter. Even the Hawks admin was tweeting memes about it the other day. Like, you know, it's sure at this point, I think uh, I won't speak for all of us, but I think most are having a lot of fun with it at this point that it's, it's clearly not a season that we're going to win a championship. So we might as well just kind of enjoy it. But um, at the end of the day, you know, I know those are legitimate frustrations and they're, they're rightful frustrations. I I, I don't think um, anybody that's associated with the Hawks right now could say that they're satisfied with the performance of this team at this point in the season. And that's just, that's just is what it is, man. And, you know, um, <laughs> it's, it's we're a mediocre basketball team. It is what it is. I, I've seen other fan bases on Twitter. 
Uh, I they're honestly not coming to mind, but but I've seen them kind of tweet the same things of like, just gotta accept we're a mediocre basketball team, man. And right now we are. That can change. Um, you know, it is hard to pinpoint like exactly what needs to change. Uh, but I I I personally feel like it's uh it's pretty obvious what needs to change, and that is that Nate McMillan has to go. He's got to go, man. Uh, I I again will reiterate. Um, and I want it to be understood. I do not, I, I do not think that Nate McMillan is a bad man. I, I know he's a very decent man, and I'm sure at the end of the day, he is putting his best effort into this. I, I'm not even accusing him of not trying or anything of that nature. It's just obvious that the man has got to go at this point. Uh, you know, like like I like I was just getting at. I, I don't think it's fair to say that it's all on Nate. Okay. Uh, and that's, you know, looking at some of you people in the front office, but um, it's 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 impossible to say that he isn't a huge part of this. Um, it's just he, he clearly isn't the answer. Uh, and I've, I've, I've said it on previous episodes. I've said it to to my friends. And um, I, I feel like at this point, <laughs> I hope I'm right. I really do. But he he's our Mark Jackson, you know. Mark Jackson with the Warriors, for those of you that may not know, he was he was pretty old school. Um, he he had an approach of like, why am I going to prepare for Chris Paul or Blake Griffin? It, it doesn't matter. They're going to go off anyways. What the what? What do you mean you're not going to prepare for them? Like he was basically saying, like, I'm not going to watch film. There's no point in me doing that. They're they're good basketball players. Yeah, you have good basketball players on your team. You can defensively set up schemes that that can that can slow them down at least. So that's that's one part of it. Right. Um, and Nate may not be old school in the exact same ways, but Nate's pretty old school. I mean, it's it's one of those things that these old school guys in the NBA, they're, they're they don't they they don't mind telling you that they're old school. I, I think to a degree they take pride in that they're old school. So Nate is old school. Um, and another thing is that Mark was famous for never making a significant in-game adjustment. Like like there were so many games, especially in those last two playoff runs for the Warriors where they lost games because they didn't make any sort of adjustment. And I, I, I can't tell you how familiar that that sounds at this point, that that's exactly what it feels like we're going through with this Hawks team and this coaching staff and the head coach specifically. And, you know, with that being said, like I said, I've said, well, we just got to find our Steve Kerr. I don't know who that is at this point, man. I don't, I, 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 you know, I know Steve Kerr had done it before and he was, he was a hot name. I understand that, but, you know, Kerr was about to go be the coach of the Knicks, and you know, then the Warriors scooped him up. The point I'm making is that you know, it's it's not like the next Steve Kerr is very obvious who's going to be that guy. Okay, well, we, I, I have faith we can we can find him as a franchise, but it's definitely not Nate McMillan, man. It's as simple as that. And you know, I think at this point, um, you know, it's it's got to be because of one of two things. It's either Ownership, specifically wrestler, has a ton of respect for him, which is something that I could see be the case because that's that's why I'm mentioning that I know he's a decent man and I know that he has a, a great track record. You know, Nate McMillan is more than likely a Hall of Fame coach, which is wild to say, but with the amount of wins that he has, it, he's probably in there. I, I, you know, I don't, it may take him a while, but, you know, basketball Hall of Fame, they, they kind of let almost anybody in there. So I do feel like, um, you know, the chances of him making it are, are, are high, which is which is wild. So the respect factor, I understand, is is got to be there. 
But, you know, I've, I've heard it been said in like my inner circles, and I don't necessarily disagree with it. It does feel like at the same time, because wrestler has shown this, this is his track record and he'll do things like this, then maybe he just, you know, would rather Nate retire and not have to pay him any sort of severance pay or, or the rest of his contract or anything like that. So it's just, it's frustrating, man. It's frustrating because, you know, I I think at this point, um, you know, I can go on and on about him not calling timeouts, him not challenging when he should. Um, you know, he challenged the other night where, sure, I, 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 if I remember correctly, it did get us three points, but it was in the first quarter. And it's just one of those where it's like, I don't know, man, it just feels a little earlier to be doing that. You know, there's a little bit too much game left for for us to do call the challenge at that time. I actually now that I'm saying that I think the opposing head coach called us challenge too. So maybe, maybe that's just a, a culture change in the NBA with the challenges. I'm not sure. But it's definitely something that, you know, I would prefer to see him kind of reserve those for a little bit later in the game. Um, you know, and 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 like I said, I can go on and on about that, but I mean there's there's really no point, man. Um, at, at this point, I, I think we all kind of feel the same way about Nate. I see certain people that it seems like the same ones, uh, won't say any names, obviously, but it seems like they defend Nate no matter what. And I get that. I get that, you know, they're, they're in the boat of that. It's not all Nate. And that's, that's where I, I, I do agree with them. I I'm, I'm like, yeah, man, it is definitely not all Nate at this point. It's, it's impossible to say that it's all on one person, because if it was all on one person, I think the, I think the boot would have already come out. I think, I think he'd already be gone. Um, but at the same time, man, it feels like they're a little less arguing that it's not all Nate and that Nate is actually, you know, not a part of the problem whatsoever. And that, you know, we need to stay with Nate and, and ride it out. And it's, that's just not the case, guys. It's just not the case. Um, I think something that if you, if you want to kind of pinpoint something where you can be like, yeah, you know, that maybe that's a sign of him having one foot out of the door mentally already, or just. Not not, you know, being the type of coach that we need for this young of a team. But I just every every single press conference I hear with Nate, I do feel like there's seems to be a lack of accountability with me with him where there's so many times where he's saying, you know, we we didn't do this. We didn't do that. We didn't do this. We we missed on this opportunity. We didn't execute this. And, you know, I'm not saying that he can never say we. But there are times where it'd be nice if he was like, you know what? I'm the head coach. That one's on me. I, I got to be better, man. And, you know, I just I don't know. It's it's one of those things where I I completely understand uh, the the situation and the nuances of it and how it's a little more complicated than all of us on Twitter want to believe. But um, at the end of the day, he's got to go, man. He's got to go. I I think if Nate McMillan comes back as head coach for next season of the Hawks, uh, you know, I, I myself will not do this. But if I had even buddies of mine that I watch Hawks games with all the time, if they straight up said, I, I can't support this team until Nate's out of here, I don't even think I would necessarily blame you because at this point, he's so clearly not the answer. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I really hope, excuse me, I really hope the man retires and, <laughs> and in some way rides off into the sunset. I don't know what that sunset will look like. Maybe it's a little a little cloudy that day. Uh, but, um, you know, just, I, I don't mind at this point in ending peacefully because coming to grips with us being a, you know, mediocre basketball team is accepting that like, we're not going to win a championship this year. And I know that with me saying that I could potentially eat a ton of crow very happily at that. Um, because we were basically in this position two seasons ago and then made it 
to the Eastern Conference Finals and we're two games away and Trey Young stepping on a referee's foot away from being in the finals. And I, just like Alex, am one of those people that agrees that I don't know if we handle them, but I, I think we end up beating the Sun. We were we were the hottest team at that point. And I just I don't know, man. It's uh it, it's one of those where I, I I sigh like that because I part of me does, and, and I know a lot of you feel the same way. I just, for lack of a better term here, do want to kind of give up on the season. It's like, all right, whatever. I'll just watch the games and enjoy it. And hopefully Trey and Ajante will have some more 40 burgers, maybe a 50 burger um, or something like that. But, you know, that's that's what we as Hawks fans have had to do for so long. And, um, you know, it's, it's something that I was hoping we wouldn't have to do this season. And the season is far from over. Uh, I think unlike – Past seasons, uh, at least recently, it seems to be a lot tighter in the in the playoff standings than it has been in, in some years. And at least, <laughs> I, I don't know, maybe I'm just forgetting, but it feels like it's pretty tight this year. And, you know, with that being said, I understand that we do go on another five-game winning streak. Maybe can even get up to eight, nine, maybe ten games on that winning streak. And we're right back as a top six seed. Like, I I understand that that, that is a possibility, but um, – I think it's perfectly reasonable and logical for myself and any of you to not necessarily have the confidence at this point that that's exactly what's going to happen. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, it's, um, you know, it is what it is, guys. I, I think it's, you know, this is, this is the life we've been dealt as Hawks fans and we just got to enjoy it and uh, pray for the best one day. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so before I go into my last topic for this week's episode, I will go ahead and pay a couple bills around here and um, let you guys hear our message from our buddies over at Firminent Solutions. When you need quick, effective, and accurate data cabling services, call Firmament Solutions. We care about your network infrastructure. Our services are white-labeled, so you get the contracts. We provide the services. Our expertise includes low-voltage communication, networking, electrical, physical security, and life safety equipment. We're industry leaders, providing 24-hour service coverage. So we ask, when is the best time to have one of our certified technicians assist you? All right, guys. Uh, always love that from Firmament. They're doing incredible things over there, and we could not be more honored to have them as a sponsor of the Hawks Fan TV podcast. So I uh, love what you guys are doing, and um, hope, we, hope we have been able to help spread the message of Firmament. Um so yeah, as I said before the uh, before the before the break, uh, we'll go ahead and go to the last topic for this week's episode, um, which is simply simply this, and it's something I've kind of already said in this episode that you know, with me keeping it real here and and saying you know, hey guys, like Nate's got to go. This is a mediocre basketball team at this point. It is more than likely Nate's fault on the court, but the things off the court, I, I mean, sure they trickle over, but I don't know if it's all Nate's fault. Um, but part, but part of me keeping it real with all that is that this is still a basketball team that has all of the pieces. It has all of the pieces, guys. Okay, like brighter days are ahead for this franchise, and I know, and I, this is how I feel. So, so I know I'm not, I know I'm not alone on this. How how much longer do we have to say that? I I understand that, and. I promise you if there's anything I could do about it, we would stop having to say it, all right? But it is what it is, man. And at the end of the day, as I'm sure most of us have already accepted at this point, we don't cheer for the Celtics and we don't cheer for the Lakers and we're not 
you know, going through, I mean, I'm sorry, we're not cheering for one of these all time great franchises. Um, and, you know, and most of us have, we've been through much worse times than this. Like, I mean, the Hawks are playing on, it seems like national television, at least once a week, we got a superstar in Trey Young, an all-star in Ajante Murray. Um, you know, we got uh, stories coming out on our players that, that are awesome, that never really got done before. You know, we're getting national attention. Um, we're second in attendance. Like, I mean, that's, that's, that's crazy guys. We're second in attendance in the league. Like, like that's for someone who's had season tickets for a few seasons now, that's insane to me. The, the, the growth that the attendance has seen in the last few seasons, it's insane, man. We're second in attendance. We have the two stars. We're located in an ever growing city. Atlanta's just always growing. I mean, Marvel movies are being filmed here. Uh, you know, our our sports teams are winning championships. Businesses are relocating here. Major businesses at that. Um, it's an ever-growing city. We we have all of the pieces. We truly do. We get the right coach in here. And I'm telling you guys right now, I won't guarantee multiple, but I'm guaranteeing at least one championship. If we get the right coach in here, we have all of the pieces. And that's why, you know, I... I am a little frustrated with Nate because I just wish that he was the right piece. I wish he was the right coach. I wish he was that final piece of the puzzle, but it doesn't seem like he is. And we keep trying to stick him in there and it, it's not fitting. And we have to find that final piece of the puzzle. And it's going to be such a beautiful picture when we do find that final piece. And, you know, that's why I say brighter days are ahead, guys. I don't think we're going to have too much of a player turnover this offseason. I think all, most of our core players should still be here. I don't know if John Collins will be here in a couple weeks, but I mean, at this point, I, I think I'm not alone when I say this, but when it comes to John Collins trade rumors, I, I got to see it before I believe it, man. He, he's in them all the time. So um, the fact that it might happen this year. I, okay. I'll believe it when I see it, um, you know, but you know, the brighter days are ahead. And I, I understand that having to say that yet again is what is making this Right now, for most of us, and excuse my French on this, but so shitty. It's it's just, I get it. it. It's it's not fun right now. It isn't. When we win, it's fun, and that's that's what that whole meme from the Hawks account was basically saying. And that's the living and the dying, and the that that is what's fun about it. And that's what I'm just gonna try and take from the season because I can't take you know serious expectations out of this team right now. And there's you know, it just it is what it is, man. You know, we still have that super talented young core. Um, you know, I, I know maybe not all three of them, but if we can somehow legitimately keep Jalen, uh, Onyeka and AJ all on contracts, you know, after their rookie contracts and as they progress and get even better, I mean, we, our young core is, is, is stacked. It truly is. Um, you know, I, I won't say it's the best in the league, but it, it's, it's up there in my mind. So, you know, we just. We just got to keep the faith alive. If your faith uh, dwindles a little bit and you just have a little bit fun with it and kind of are a little more cynical this season, I don't really blame you, man. I might I might be on that boat with you. But at the end of the day, the brighter days are ahead for this franchise. And um, that's just something that, uh, you know, I, I feel like at this point I, I, I can almost guarantee it. And, you know, if we find our Steve Kerr, those those, those brighter days will, will no doubt be here. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll wrap it up on that guys. 
Uh, thank you for listening as always. Um, you know, I just try to guarantee a guarantee a Hawks Hawks turnaround and a bright future. I don't know if I can guarantee that, but something I can guarantee is that here at Hawks Fan TV, we're going to keep bringing you guys the content, keep bringing you these podcasts, the articles, the spaces. Um, Alex is always talking some smack on Twitter. Um, so yeah, we're going to keep bringing you guys some good content and we just can't thank you guys enough for the support and the follows and, uh, and all that great stuff. So be looking out for more stuff, guys. Um, please let us know with, uh, reviews on, on the podcast, whether that's a comment on YouTube or Apple podcast, Spotify, whatever it is, please let us know. Hey, we're even open to the bad ones, guys. We, we want to, we want to make improvements as well. So, um, again, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll be a little more consistent going forward and as always go Hawks, baby.